When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Free Beer and Hot Wings Show Free Clip of the Day. Time to play Name That Tune. It is time to play Name That Tune. And today's theme, badass bands that broke up. So I'm going to have tunes for you to name and clues that go along with them. I'm going to read the clue first. If you know the tune based on the clue, buzz in with your name because your name is your buzzer. If you don't know the tune based on the clue I've given, I will play that tune for you in same rules. Your name is your buzzer. Are we ready for tune and clue number one? Yes. Yes. Hot Wings dominated last week. Rachel dominated the week before. Steve and I have just... You know, as here. useless as balls on a priest the last two weeks. So distracting to think about. Okay, tune and mm-hmm. clue number one. The cover of this single showed a picture of the queen with a safety pin through her lip, serving to anger the establishment even more. The lettering on the cover was designed to look like a ransom note. Hot wings. Hot wings. God save the queen, sex pistols. That's right. <laughs> Johnny Rotten was one of the best interviews we've ever had. What an interesting dude he yeah. was. We were like, yeah, I guess we'll talk to him, whatever. Then he ended up being amazing. He ended up being really good, really fun. All right, tune and clue number two. In this song, a male protagonist and his punk, who has punctured his bicycle tire on a desolate hillside is approached by a Charming man in a charming car. After a brief hesitation, the protagonist climbs into the car with the man, who flirts with his passenger and invites him out later that evening. The protagonist rejects the man's offer because he hasn't got a stitch to wear. Free beer. Free beer. Queen. Bicycle. No. <clears throat> Here is your tune, number two. Yeah, I do too. Steve. Steve. Uh, Morrissey bicycle. No. Something. Hot wings. wings. Bicycle by the Smiths. It is the Smiths. Oh, yeah. Well, Morrissey was in the Smiths. So, I mean, it's it's the same dude. Yeah. The title is The Charming Man. This Charming Man, Uh, sorry. <laughs> I'm so melancholy. All right. Tune in. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Number three. 
The U.S. military used this song as a rallying cry when they invaded Iraq in 1991. During Operation Desert Storm, the band was irate over the song being one of the most requested on U.S. radio because of the misunderstanding that the song was directed at anti-Iraq sentiments. It was not. Here is tune number three. Howie. Steve. Oh. The Clash rocked the Casbah. Yeah. All I could think of was the, the vapors turning Japanese, and it's totally <laughs> the wrong war. Man, they are really doing things strangely over there. It's really crazy, like going back to when the, you know, the war, the first Gulf War really got underway. I was driving home from basketball practice. Hot Wings, you would have been, I believe, a senior in high school. I was. I was. Uh, I was in my living room. We were watching it on the television, and we were. I was worried that I might get drafted. That's what I was going to say. We all thought we were going to get drafted, and our teachers told us they were worried we were going to get drafted. And they talked about that. That but it would I think be the part first of it was since Vietnam. Was Vietnam was so close in the rear view, like now at the time? Yeah. I don't think. I don't remember hardly a time during the war in Iraq and the war in Afghanistan. Where people were like, man, I hope they don't start the draft. It's so crazy to think, because at the time it seemed like worlds apart. But it was only like 15 years removed from Vietnam. Yeah, so it makes more sense. But <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I remember listening to the radio and me and the other dudes on the drive home in the car were like, this might change our whole lives. Mm-hmm. Getting all like melancholy oh, and then yeah. going home and watching the news. Oof. Yeah. Tune in clue number four. You'll notice when I play number or tune number four that it starts a little further in because the intro is long. Here's your clue. On March 21st, 2020, while quarantined as the coronavirus pandemic spread all over the world, a former bandmate posted videos of himself washing his hands while singing Wonder Wash and Sopersonic. Free beer. Don't know why. Steve. Um, Oasis, mm-hmm. Wonderwall. Correct band. Not the song <clears throat> I'm looking for. Steve. Hot Wings. Oasis, Champagne Supernova. That's right. I'm like, it's probably that one. Yeah, he they had a couple it, other ones, but those were the two. He called it Champagne Sopernova. Wait, which one posted it? Well, Noel or The Ryan? Mad One. I don't know which one is the Mad One. Both of them. How many lives are living strange? Where were you while we were getting high? One is distinctly less a holy than the other. True. Slowly walking down the hall. Faster than a cannonball. Where were you while we were getting high? This should have been our Friday night karaoke song. You will find me caught beneath the landslide in a champagne supernova in the sky. Someday you will find me. Was this the song where? The Gallagher brother who didn't sing lead on this was out to lunch al yes. fresco, and everybody in the in the restaurant started singing it, and he just had to sit there and be annoyed that they were singing his brother's song. Like, give a thumbs up. Like, ah. uh, highly underrated song, Don't Look Back in Anger, oh, by the way. That, that is a great song. That's a great song. All right, tune and clue number five. This is an unusual song because it combines the metaphor of flying with proper flight instructions. Propellers, fully forward, flaps, set, 10 degrees. Oh. Here is tune number five. Yep. 
Hot Wings. Want to make sure. Learning to Fly, Pink Floyd. That's right. Oh, that makes sense. I love this song. That's a great song. Yep. From the album Momentary Lapse of Reason, this is after they uh, like split up and Roger Waters thought, they'll never be able to do it without me. <laughs> it was like one of their like best albums of all time. That's a band. They got back together that one time, and the MTV VJ talked over it while they were playing. Oh, my God. I thought, maybe this will get things going, and nope. That was so bad. If you don't remember, that was the... um, the Millennium Concert or or something like that. That was the, we're going to save the world uh, from global warming. I think it was the global warming conference where they all... Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't remember, but yeah, yeah, they they So the VJ interrupted them playing and said, for the first time on stage in blah, blah, blah years, it's Pink Floyd, a historic moment that the world has been waiting for, and they just talked over it for like two minutes. Yeah, you heard about six seconds of unobstructed music before somebody started yapping over the whole thing. So frustrating. Like, oh my God, shut up. Tune and clue. Number six. This is Name That Tune, Badass Bands That Broke Up. By the time this band recorded this song, they'd actually stopped touring altogether, so they've never played it live to altogether. The first time the bandmate who wrote the song played it live was at a 1971 concert for Bangladesh, which he organized to bring aid to that country. He also played it at a handful of appearances in the 70s and 80s, but didn't perform it on a single tour until 1991 when he joined Eric Clapton, who helped him write this song, and 12 shows in Hot Japan. Wings. Hot Wings. I mean, he helped him on a couple of songs, but I'm going to go with um, the Beatles while my guitar gently weeps. You've got the band, not the song. Hmm. Here is your tune, number six. Ah. Steve. Steve. <laughs> Beatles, here comes the song. That's right. George Harrison wrote this one. And George wrote some great ones. Yeah. I used to have one of those little like wind-up things that looks like a little mini music box that played this. I used to wind it up all the time. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. I said it's all right. It's hard to believe he didn't play that for all that time. Yeah. On to tune and clue number seven. This song is one of the most mysterious songs from this band. Written by the lead singer, the song has a reference to the lead singer's hometown of Chicago. And uh, as it says, and the embers never fade in your city by the lake, the place where you were born. Oh. And then alludes to change and uncertainty, ending on a very hopeful note that sounds like a mantra from a self-help book when they say the impossible is possible tonight. Hot wings. Hot wings. Tonight, tonight, smashing pumpkins. Oh. Yes. 
serious, and I go, that's gotta be Billy Corgan. I love that. Because I know they're from Chicago. And this music video was cool, too. It'd just be so much better if he didn't sing through his nose. It is uh, not the best. I mean, it's not my favorite. Any second now. I don't know. If we don't hear him sing, that's fine. I love this part. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was still you. <laughs> One of the most unlikely bands to hit it big I've ever heard. Really? Like, really, yeah. I think. He's such an odd guy now. He's so into pro wrestling and writing wrestling scripts and everything else it's it's really weird now because you know i mean that was all the the gen x stuff you know the single soundtrack <laughs> that era that we were from mm-hmm. and so now seeing him i just saw a picture of him with like another guitarist or something it was on instagram or whatever and he just looks like such a regular like 60 year old dad mm-hmm. like it's so <laughs> right weird yeah like some guys i can wrap my mind around that with but he's not one of them yeah Here's your second to last tune and clue. This band's bassist who wrote this song explains the meaning behind the lyrics. He says, basically, it's just about depression because I didn't really know the difference between depression and paranoia. It's kind of a drug thing. When you're smoking a joint, you get totally paranoid about people and you can't relate to people. And then there's that crossover between the paranoia when you get you get when you're smoking and then the depression that you get afterwards. Here is your second to last tune. Hot wings. Paranoid Black Sabbath. Seems so obvious. I sat here the whole time going, it's probably Paranoid by Black Sabbath. Don't tell anyone. I kept thinking, ah, it's probably a a newer song. I said Paranoid four times. I thought you were trying to trick me. I did too. You were not. All right, here's your final tune and your final clue. It's a short one. In the 1982 movie 48 Hours, Eddie Murphy sings a very off-key version of this song in a jail cell. Here. That's it. Is your final tune. Nothing more. Nothing more. Okay. Pretty Oh, pretty weird. Roxanne, the police. That's right. Did we learn that laugh in the beginning was an accident? Somebody didn't know their mic was on, so they just left it in there? I think so. No, well, I know that also like that note that was just there that sounds like somebody sitting on a piano is him just sitting, sitting down on, on a piano. piano. That's right. Like, so I don't think that was, they weren't recording. Like, oh, this would be great for this. They just yeah. did it, and then, oh, that sounds good. Remember that time, it's been a million years now, when Sting was the musical guest on Saturday Night Live, and the whole bit was, he's just on an elevator and somebody gets in, I think it was Dana Carvey, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, oh, it's Sting, but they don't really want, they go, hey, and Sting just goes, 
Hey, how you doing? And then the rest of the elevator ride, Dana Carvey's just going, Roxanne! <laughs> yeah. Poor Stig just has to subtle there first. <laughs> like how awful that would be. Ugh. Idiots get access to the podcast, segment 17, and watch the webcams. You can be an idiot too. Sign up at freebeerandhotwings.com.